everybody. Welcome to Allie, Aaron, and the Multiverse. This is a podcast that is currently talking about Star Trek Lower Decks. I'm Aaron, one of your hosts, and this is Allie. And we today are talking about Star Trek Lower Decks Episode 9 called... Crisis Point. Crisis Point. I am super excited to talk about this one. It was super fun. Um, Allie, how are you doing? I haven't talked to you in a couple days. I know. It's been a little while. Um, I've been good. You know, grad school has been picking up, but it's been fun. I just finished watching this episode, so it's very fresh in my mind. But um, I absolutely loved it. So I think it good. might be might be my favorite now. But oh, nice! But we'll have to we'll have to hash it out before before I make my final decision. Yeah, there's one more episode after this. Can you believe we're already at the end of the season? I know it's crazy. It went by really fast, <laughs> so fast. And I was watching episode eight again the other day. And after listening back to our episode eight podcast, you were right. They were on Vulcan. They were not on Romulus. I don't know okay. if you remember that from the conversation. Yeah, but- no, I do. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm wrong all the time, so we just, I'm going to make a little tally of all the things I've said that have been really wrong. (laughs) Well, the likelihood of you being right as opposed to me being right, given our respective backgrounds of Star Trek, (laughs) is a lot higher for you being right, so. (laughs) You know, you would think that, but I think statistically it's not true for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, maybe one day that'll change. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, listen, we've got a lot of Star Trek, so. Um, anyway, do you want to tell us about what happened in this episode? Yeah, sure. So I can't remember exactly how it starts out, but I know that Boimler has, um, this big interview. Oh, right. It starts out with, they're on some planet where rats eat lizards and they like breed (laughs) lizards. They breed the lizards to eat them essentially. And the lizards are all like, oh yeah, it's nice. Like, we get to do whatever we want, almost, but the lizards are just totally, like, they don't get it, and uh, Mariner is essentially uh, putting into custody the rats and is like, no, now the lizards can do whatever they want because they shouldn't be bred to be eaten, Um, and she thinks that her mom, the captain, is going to be all, like, happy and very proud of her for doing this very just thing, but Uh, the captain gets down to the planet and is like, no, now I have to explain to Starfleet why there is a war on this planet that was peaceful yesterday and, like, it's a bit bad move that you made. And Mariner's like, what? She's super upset and her mom essentially tells her that she has to go to, not the brig, but therapy. Therapy! Yeah, so Mariner is really not excited about that. And then um, it's funny because there's a little part where Mariner gets sent back up to the ship and the captain's like, well, you guys at least get along and stop eating lizards if we give you um, if we give you food, food replicator. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, well, does it make nutrient pellets? And she's like, oh, my gosh, yes. Like, Yeah, the way she said it, she's like, yes. <laughs> So that was funny. Um, She really has no patience for stupid people. But um, (laughs) anyway, then we get to uh, the therapy session and it's like this classic stereotypical therapist who like is very calm and is talking in that calming voice that is actually so annoying. And (laughs) 
You know what I mean? It's like, oh, so what happened today? How are you feeling? Like very just like fake and Mariner is not having it. And she, she storms out, right? Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So she storms out and then finds Boimler and the rest of the squad, I'm going to call them. And Boimler created, (laughs) yeah, the squad. Boimler created this, um, this simulation in the holodeck because he has this big interview with the captain and he wants it all to go right. And he's asking these weird questions throughout the simulation, but essentially it mimics the, um, all of the people on the ship and like to a T and Mariner decides she's going to change his program and create it into a movie. So that happens. And essentially Mariner is like this villain with Tendi and Rutherford on her side. Vindicta! (laughs) How long have you been waiting to say that? (laughs) Oh my God, all week. Yeah. (laughs) So she becomes Vindicta, and um, she's basically this enemy ship, and she's, you know, she's taking over the Cerritos, and she's essentially basically, like, killing everyone in sight that is a team member of the Cerritos and um, eventually gets to her mom and she wants to like kill her mom. In the meantime, Tendi leaves the simulation because she's like, Oh, this isn't you. Like what's going on. And uh, Mariner is like fighting with herself internally as to like, no, this is totally me. Like going through her whole, like, this is her therapy, essentially. And so then she is almost to the point where she's going to kill her mom. Meanwhile, Boimler is, like, dying because he doesn't know what the captain is allergic to, and he wants to make her cookies, and he's just asking all these stupid questions um, about this interview to prepare for it. Um, and Rutherford essentially tells his boss, like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing, and then they go and run away together. <laughs> to go find their own ship and do things on their own time. So that's fun. And then we go back to Mariner almost killing her mom. And then, well, Vindicta, I should say, almost Vindicta! killing her mom. Are you going to say that every time I say Vindicta? Yes. <laughs> cool. Awesome. And so we go back to that. And then the Mariner from the simulation pops in and is like, don't kill my mom, you bitch. And no, like, no, she says, Get away from my mom, you bitch, which is a callback to the movie Alien. Get away from her, you bitch! (laughs) See, I didn't know that. (laughs) That's why we're here. Exactly. So that happens, and then uh, the Mariner from the simulation beams her mom back to camp, and then the the Mariner from the simulation and Vindicta are fighting each other. (laughs) they're fighting each other and um essentially like talking through things with each other and vindicta vindicta is okay i'll stop i'll stop (laughs) oh i i purposefully paused that time so that you could say (laughs) um but vindicta is telling Mariner, like, oh, I know everything about you. You don't even know, blah, blah, blah. But since Boimler created this program based on, like, the actual people in real life, these people know everything, too. Like, they, their true emotions and everything are very real. And so Mariner is telling Vindicta, oh, like, 
you love your mom, you know she's just doing this because it's the only way she can show you how she loves you, and if she wasn't doing this, you would be done with Starfleet, like, all this stuff, and eventually, Mariner's like, wow, like, the simulation ends, and Mariner's like, wow, I, like, this was really therapy good works. therapy. Exactly. She, she's like this whole new person. And then they go and they're at the bar. Meanwhile, Boimler is having his, or preparing for his interview, goes back to the holodeck and discovers when it turns back on, because in the simulation, Mariner died, not Vindicta, <laughs> but Mariner. And so, um, the captain is like saying, oh, she was great, blah, blah, blah. She's my daughter. Like having this little mini speech ceremony for her and Boimler obviously has no idea what he's walked into and finds out that Mariner is the captain's daughter and freaks out and then he has this interview with the captain and he totally bombs it and then yeah and that's pretty much it (laughs) that's the episode hey I think that's one of the best recaps you've ever done (laughs) I think it was the most in-depth recap I've ever done too (laughs) Okay, so after that recap, let's go ahead and break down the episode. That really was a good recap, though. I liked it a lot. (laughs) Thank you. I tried really hard. It's also very fresh in my mind. Literally just watched it right before we got on here, so. I watched it again this morning, and uh, I always love doing that. I catch more things that I didn't see the first time. Yeah, I want to go back after and rewatch them. I just, like, don't have time right now. (laughs) You're a grad student. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so in the beginning, we're with Mariner, like you said, and the lizard planet where these people are, you know, the, the, the rats are eating the lizards, and the lizards are like, oh, well, we are delicious. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, just they're not so fighting ignorant. back very hard. No, yeah, definitely they're not. Yeah, chilling. And she's got this heroic pose where she is like, liberated them and she's like just wait till the captain gets down here and then she and the captain have that big fight like mariner smacks the the pad out of her hand and calls her a bitch Mm -hmm. and then the captain's all like oh you know what you're gonna go to and she's like i know i know the brig like you said and she's like therapy then like as she's beaming up the captain says one to beam up and she like screams i don't need therapy Which is probably a sign that you do need therapy. Yeah. I mean, also, it just, like, shows how complicated their relationship is. Like, Mariner is constantly trying to, well, not constantly trying to please her mom, but I feel like in the back of her head she is, you know, mm-hmm. um, while, like, you know, trying to put on this tough girl, like, super cool persona. Um, but she, you know, she doesn't want... I think as we've seen through the past episodes, she doesn't want Starfleet to, like, be a shit show. She, like, wants good things to happen for people. She just, for, like, the little things, it's kind of, like, who get who cares, you know? Yeah. So, but it shows, like, I know how she feels when you, like, try and do everything right, and then you can't win at all. And it's, it sucks mm-hmm. so bad. So, like, I totally get where she's coming from. You and I have both been in that situation with that, uh, that job that we talk about, the mysterious yes. job. <laughs> so, uh, I get that, too. And I think when she's talking about it, like, oh, she's going to come down here and she's going to blah, blah, blah. She, she, she's trying to impress her mom. So, she yeah. definitely does care. And I think it affects her when her mom doesn't see it the way she does. Because, exactly. I mean, 
the prime you know what the prime directive is right um is that like their set of rules kind of it is the prime directive is the number one most important rule and it's that they don't mess with uh, a civilization how they are sort of growing until a mm. civilization can get to warp drive travel faster right, than right, right. light they don't interfere at all because in the past they've done that and like civilizations basically you give them too much technology they destroy themselves like if you were an alien would you come to this shit show of a planet right now definitely not <laughs> yeah exactly so the what she, her mom was saying is you're messing you know you're breaking the prime directive and prime directive yeah. is rule number uno but for mariner she's seeing you know she saw people who were oppressed who were literally being eaten and raised as food and she interfered and you know i think it's a it's a situational thing yeah. but uh i mean her mom is right but also i think mariner's right too that's oh you know, yeah how could you we don't know the circumstances of why she was there so if you're there already and you see it I feel like you do have to do something about it. But, you know, if you're just passing by the planet, maybe it's easier to just be like, Prime Directive, gotta go. Yeah, I think you're right. It is situational. It's like, it's it's tough because it's, for the captain too, it's more, um, there's more consequence for her if she breaks the Prime Directive versus Mariner breaking the Prime Directive, I feel like, just because of level. She's responsible. Status. Exactly. So... Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think her her mom can see like the broader the broader thing you're throwing off the you're throwing off how the entire civilization works, but Mariner's looking at it from, you know, right in front of her seeing people get eaten and blah blah blah. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> so she gets sent to therapy and uh the therapist is uh, looks sort of like what what is it like a duck or something? I wasn't sure, to be honest. He, like... He, he was just, an interesting... He was an animal, and he was, like, kind of blue. I thought he was a fish at one point, but, like... <laughs> not because I'm blind, but, like, my memory. Like, I feel like he would be a fish. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he was only on screen for a little bit, but he yeah. had that weird thing with the fruit metaphors. Yeah. Or fruit you're metaphors. Being, you're being a pineapple. You're being... Like, What? Yeah, I think some, if we just made a paella, things would be a little bit oh better. Gosh, what do you that think? that was hilarious when he said that. He's like, Mariner, just make a paella and it'll calm you down or something. And she was like, I don't want to make paella. <laughs> yeah, she was, she like broke the plants on the table and was like super angry. And oh then storms out and goes to the holodeck where Tendi and Rutherford are with Leonardo da Vinci shooting skeets. For reasons. I mean, I guess, why not? You could do literally anything, so why not that? Yeah. And Mariner's sitting in the chair, and she's all pissed off and shit. And uh, then Boimler walks in and is like, hey, can I have the holodeck? I want to run a simulation because I have this meeting with the captain, and I want to practice. And then they sort of, like, talk about it. And I, I like the part where um, the simulation's changing over, and Tendi's like, see you later, Da Vinci. And he's like, ciao. I don't know why. I just like those little things. Tendi's so nice. She even she treats is. holodeck characters really well. Tendi is a sweetheart. Yeah, she's the best. Best intentions, but, you know, as the dog has proven, not the uh, 
greatest products come out of that. Hey, I think the dog was the dog. (laughs) The dog was great. The dog could fly. The dog could talk. The dog could make bats come out of its head in a terrifying way. I I like the dog. I hope we see the dog again. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I looked it up. The therapist looks like a parrot or a parakeet. Oh, okay. Yeah. He kind of reminds me, kind of reminds me of like, um, what's that? It was like a learning, like educational game or something from like a long time ago. I don't know. Bird. But like. Because he's just like this bird with glasses. He reminds me of like those games. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't, but uh, you know, the 10 years apart, that might have been something <laughs> after me. Maybe. I remember Clippy and you don't, so. I remember you Clippy. Said, you did remember yeah. Clippy, you're right. You didn't remember Mr. DNA. Oh my God, we're just going well, into all no, the Well, no, Mr. DNA I didn't really know about because I hadn't watched Jurassic Park. But, I know, which is a tragedy, but well, now I have this. watched... <laughs> Both Jurassic Parks and all three Jurassic Worlds. So I know who Mr. DNA is now. You but... got those mixed up, but yes, the two Jurassic Worlds and all three Jurassic Parks. Oh yes, sorry, my bad. <laughs> this, this my brain was thinking. My brain was thinking a little too fast, but it's yeah. all good. So I know who Mr. DNA is now, but I didn't not know him for because due to the age gap, <laughs> I didn't know him because. I just hadn't watched Jurassic Park, so. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> There's but a slight anyway. <laughs> Okay, so we're at the holodeck program, and Boimler loads it up, and he's like, oh yeah, I created this program by uploading everyone's personal logs for, like, the last billion years, which is super unethical, and um, it's a throwback to a couple of different things, but most notably in Voyager, one of the characters uploads everybody's logs and creates like an evil version it's basically like part of the crew takes over and it's it's supposed to be about training but the and they did it a couple times in voyager for different reasons but anyway it's unethical to simulate real people yeah because yeah i mean for obvious reasons they did it in tng too uh jordy the engineer falls in love with a simulated person that he creates the same way. He's like, he uploads all the information to create a version of her. And it's, it's close, but you know, it's, it's weird. But anyway, Boimler does that. And uh, my favorite bit is when Rutherford is like, oh, wow, this is supposed to be totally accurate. And he's like, yeah. And then he turns to uh, Shaq and it's like, hey, buddy, how's it going? And he's like, don't talk to me. I'm pissed off. He's like, oh, we just had that conversation five minutes ago. That was hilarious. And the fact that it was so realistic to what Rutherford had experienced, spot on. Yeah, I like that a lot. And then Mariner, who's been all angry, is like, wait a minute. It's just, it's accurate. Everybody's just like how they are. And Boimler's like, yeah. And she runs over and starts programming, changing the program, and creates the Vindicta program. (laughs) I gotta stop saying that. It hurts my throat to do it. (laughs) You're not projecting correctly. I know. I I should have taken those classes in high school, like a good theater or a speaking (laughs) class. I just need, I need a bullhorn. It'll be better. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So she creates the program, and you can see she's just, like, going after it. She's like, they want me to do therapy? Fine, I'll do therapy. She is really pissed off about that. But, I mean, everyone's yeah. therapy is different, you know? Yep, and uh, as we see, it, it works. 
Yeah. <laughs> so then she she writes the program and it starts and the credits start flying forward, which oh is gosh, super funny. Hilarious. Do you want to talk about that? It just like I don't know exactly how to explain. I mean, it's Star Trek. No. Yeah, Star Trek ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Star Trek ish like it's a callback to one of the movies the way they did it. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get flat flip flack flack what's it called? Flack? I think yeah. flack. I don't know if I'm going to get flack for this, but like it reminds me of the Star Wars credits too. Oh yeah, in a way I could see yeah. that. I mean, the Star Wars one scroll, but the the yeah. way the letters looked and yeah. um they I liked it when they hit uh, Boimler on the back of the head. Oh, that was yeah. funny. Boimler was, he was not into this whole reprogramming at all. <laughs> he was mad. He was pissed off. He's like, why are you doing this? Like, it's not supposed to be a movie. I'm just trying to practice for my interview. Yeah, she hijacks his whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she's definitely in a destructive mode. And I feel like it's very, the reason that I really liked this episode is because the stages that she goes through are very realistic to how a lot of people cope and like deal with stress and deal with just like needing therapy in general like you go through a phase of like denial and then Mm -hmm. like this like anger and rage where you just need to do everything your own way no matter how it affects anyone else and then you kind of have this series of realizations and then you're calm again like it's just so realistic and the way that they depicted it I think is perfect and so on point and still brings that comedic value into it you know yeah I didn't think about it that way but you're totally right she went through that whole arc yeah exactly but uh anyway back to the back to the letters So the letters are flying in, and then Rutherford's like, ooh, let's go get in costume. And they, everybody runs off except Boimler, and he's like, no, I don't want to. And then he gets hit ahead, uh, he gets hit in the head again. And uh, then the program starts, and all of a sudden he falls, like, you know, 100 <laughs> feet or something into a lake. Yeah. And the captain and the, all of the bridge officers are, like, jet skiing together. Yeah, they're jet skiing because it's the captain's birthday, and they're having a good time, and then Boimler just pops in and he's like um what what did he ask like what are your favorite cookies or something I or was that oh no he said um if somebody walked onto the bridge i don't know it was something would was you want question. them to would you want them to come early or stay late yeah and she there you was go. like she was like well if you're asking those questions it seems like you're asking the wrong questions so which is such that is like the most annoying response on the planet that's oh, super yeah. funny oh yeah for sure and then they get a call, and they get called back to the ship, and Boimler stays with them, which is funny, and they're at the starbase, and this guy, the admiral, is like, hey, there was this second contact with the San Clemente, and we got word that it all went well, and they're like, so, what's wrong with that? And they're like, there is no San Clemente. And, like, <gasps> and then... And Boimler pokes his head and he's like, somebody said, who does this boy belong to? I thought oh, that yeah. was Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the, uh, that other general or the other captain. The admiral. Yeah, the admiral. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, I'm going to send you guys out there to see what's going on. And Boimler turns to the, you know, and everybody's fake here, but he turns to, turns to the other crew member and is like, if this were real, this would be the enterprise they'd be sending. This is some <laughs> creative licensing here. 
Yeah. And then they like get in a shuttle and they fly around the Cerritos, which has been upgraded or whatever. Yeah. And it's super high tech. The most gratuitous, like. They freaking love that shit. And it's like this beautiful shot. That's a callback in Star Trek because they've done that in a couple of movies. And like at the beginning of Star Trek Voyager, there's this shot where they're in the shuttle and they just sort of fly around it because it's at Deep Space Nine docked. And they have so many, they're like, there's like 17 decks for this bioneural gel packs. And it's like, it's just that sort of like, oh, shot that's supposed to be like, oh, wow, look at this. But that, it went on so long. Yeah, it was, it was definitely prolonged for comedic effect. And then when they get on the bridge, they, they get onto, they get onto the bridge and it's all shiny and stuff. There's lens flares. I noticed that. Yeah. And the captain's like, warp me. <laughs> she is super excited to be back on this ship. And so they head out towards Dolvana 5 or Dolgana 5 or something like that. And then we, uh, we, we drop out of warp and uh, there's Vindicta. <laughs> yeah. So Vindicta's there and is basically like, what was she quoting the Tempest or something eventually? Yeah, she she called. I like that she called uh, Captain Freeman free man. Like she had yeah. this accent going, and she um, yeah, she she started uh, she, half half the time she's like talking to the captain like she's her mom, but mm-hmm. half the time she's doing this whole thing. And she introduces Tendi as the Orion, you know, pirate, which Tendi was not super into, and no, uh, we'll talk not. about that. Uh, and then Rutherford was like the half meat, half cyborg badass, and he was super into it. He was like, "Tremble before us!" <laughs> yeah. And then there was that guy who was supposed to be Boimler, who brought. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> he brought Mariner coffee instead of tea, and she spat it out, and then phased him. Yeah, she she totally uh, just you know destroyed him. He's dead. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a goner. <laughs> I did like that she said that everyone will bathe in her. Bathe in her blood! Because that's been said on this series like three times, and I love it every time. It's been said a lot, for sure. Yeah, so she kills, I think his name was Shampoo or something? Shampoo? Shampoo? I, don't, I don't know. He was Doesn't a very matter. important. But yeah. then, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, that's when the they realize that she's quoting the Tempest, and then it's sort of like on a loop. Yeah, so it was a video, and it was meant as a distraction, and then they, like, somehow, like, stuck a pod or something into the ship and got out onto I don't know what it's called, but they... Yeah, it was, like, a a boarding vessel, and then it used uh, some probably, like, you know, phasers to cut a hole in, and there were those two people who were having a conversation who we've never met before, and it just, just, it kills them, (laughs) it lands on them, and squishes them to death. Yeah. That was good. (laughs) <laughs> it was um and then they essentially are on this ship and mariner tries to make or vindicta i should say let's call it vindicta vindicta and the mariner who's in the simulation Good mariner. mariner yeah um okay so vindicta um tries to make this grand entrance and then her freaking cape gets caught in the doors <laughs> She's like, man, these capes suck. And then she, you know, rips it off. And then they start getting phased at and they just, like, start killing everyone. (laughs) Uh, My favorite thing is that you say whenever they're being shot at, you always call it phased. Is it not phasing? What is it? Well, stunning? What? Okay, so they're using phasers 
but that's just the name of the weapon. But it's like, I would say you're, you're just shooting at them. You're shooting at them with a phaser, but you can say that. I just think it's adorable. I mean, it just makes so much more sense to call it like that they're being phased. Like, why is that? Because <laughs> well, like, I think you have a you have a phaser gun and you set it to stun and you're stunning someone, right? It's like, why can't you phase someone? Well, okay. I mean, I'm not against it, but when I think of phasing, I think of like, you know, when they're transporting someone or you're yeah. out of phase. Remember when Boimler was like half shimmery light, like because he was like out of phase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I mean, it's totally fine, context. but it just makes me laugh. I like it. <laughs> they can be phased. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. Great. So okay. they're 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 phasing everybody like left and right. She's throwing people up against the the fucking corridors and shit. It's good fighting. I like it. Yeah. And then. Don't remember exactly how they get to this, but Rutherford is like, wait, we can do anything? So I can go and tell my boss like that he's the best at whatever he does. And then Well, he doesn't say that. He says, I could say anything to my boss. Oh, well, yeah. you think he's gonna say something, something terrible bad. and he just books it. Yeah, he books it and he goes and tells his boss that he's like the best the best, uh, what is it, engineer something in the Starfleet or so- something like that? Yeah, yeah, he, like, attacks engineering, and everybody leaves, and the, uh, head of engineering, whose name is, uh, I don't remember. He's the and, shy guy. Uh, yeah, and Billups, I think that's his name, Yeah, Billups. that sounds like it. And so it's just him and there, and Billups, and he, he does that whole thing where he's like, I've been wanting to say this to you for a long time. You're great. I think you're the best engineer in Starfleet. And it's just like, <laughs> okay. And the, you know, the guy doesn't know him. So he's all like, okay. And then, you know, through what's happening with the ship, because they, we're sort of ahead of ourselves in the timeline, but Mariner has blown up her ship. And so the oh, ship yeah. starts to, you know, it's like crashing. And so they, they like start to work together, which is funny. But yeah. Mariner and Tendi, they are in 10 forward in the bar area and Shax is there I don't know why he's in the bar you know I guess he's just fighting people because that's what Shax does <laughs> yeah and he's like he's got the big giant phase rifle um phaser rifle Ooh, the big Ooh. One. and <laughs> and he's shooting at them and they're shooting at uh him and he says something like, tell the paw right that uh, Shaq sent you, which is just a callback to him being Bajoran. And oh, then okay. she's like, yeah, yeah. And he shoots at them. And she uses a Borg head as a shield because the Borg can create personal shields. You haven't seen a lot about uh, the Borg. Got it. But, but basically, if you fight them, you probably get five or six shots and then they adapt and they have this like personal shield that pops up. So that's sort of what she's using. Uh, it's pretty creative to use a head like that. That's the, never seen that before. And then she throws really? it. Really? You he... haven't? Hello, Medusa? And like any <laughs> guy who's ever cut off her head and wants to make in, what was that? Clash of the Titans? Well, I, you know, it's a different application, but I, I like it. Yeah. No, you're <laughs> right. You're right. That's, <laughs> I hadn't thought about it in that way. But uh, she throws it at him and he catches it. And it's super funny because it goes, it, it goes designation bomb and then it just explodes and kills him and all of the guts go flying oh, everywhere so gross and he gets all over her and tendy and tendy is really not happy about that well and mariner is like very much into it like she's like oh my god that was amazing you should put this earring on and the earring so for the bajorans this earring it's like wearing 
uh, a cross if you're a Catholic or a Jewish star if you're Jewish. It's it. sort of like that. So for her to tell Tendi to wear that is really fucked up. It is. And Tendi yeah. says as much. And it's still got some of his ear on it, which is oh, gross. Yeah. That, and, I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. And she's all like, yeah, come on. You're a badass Orion. And so Orions, if you remember from the original series, they're always like slaves and this and that. So Tendi is like, we're not all pirate, you know, capitalist, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Mariner doesn't seem to, in the moment, get that she's being very offensive. Yeah. And tries, is like, come on, it'll be fun. Let's go kill more people. And she's like, no. And she calls for an arch and then walks out and is like, you're being a jerk and I'm out of here. And mm-hmm. Mariner's like, whatever. And then she just continues on her murder spree. Yep, she continues, all right. And from there, she goes to the bridge. You want to talk about what happens on the bridge? Well, essentially, she thought up this whole, like, big grand entrance where she's going to be like, it's just you and me now, Captain. But, of course, she says that, and then there are, like, a few other people on the bridge. So she's like, okay, well, and these guys. And then she phases them. (laughs) (laughs) She phases the shit out of them. Yeah, and then she's like, okay, now it's just you and me. And then... They, like, get into this argument, and the captain's like, I don't even know you. Like, what's going on? Like, why do you have all of this against me? Like, what? And so they essentially are fighting, and then that's when Mariner's ship blows up. And then- Well, she goes, she goes, you're crazy. And Mariner goes, no, this is crazy. And then she, she blows up the ship, yeah. and the, the fucking Cerritos just flies down to the planet, and the way it just rolls on its side and everything is super funny. I like that. <laughs> it is. It is. It was like a nice snowy mountain too. That that, that looked nice. Yeah, you would think that snow. that like for them to make it down, it's it. I think that's a throwback to. I think it was in the Star Trek Generations film. Not Generations. I don't know. It was in one of the films, and uh, they they land the the saucer part. Well, they crash landed, and it's mm. fucked up. But this was way more fun because it just spins the whole way down like yeah. a pizza. It, it was funny. And I was thinking, like, realistically, if this happened, like, I mean, I guess they kind of did a really good job of depicting it afterwards because everything was broken. But, like, I feel like people, they would be dead. They would be that. so dead. <laughs> like, would inertial dampers be on? I wouldn't think so. And the... The way it rolls is really funny, but don't you think it would just, like, destroy itself? It would get, like, one or two good rolls and then just be, Yeah, it would probably explode, like... Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, if it even makes it down to the atmosphere, but, you know, this is a cartoon and we're enjoying the shit out of it, so... Exactly, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so it, okay. <laughs> it, it crashes, and uh, Mariner is, uh, you know, confronting her mom. Yeah, she's confronting her mom, and... They start getting into this fight, and I can't remember exactly what they were saying because I was kind of focusing on, like, the fighting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a lot of, it was her working out her issues yeah. while her mom was, like, thinking this crazy person is yelling at me. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of that going on. Yeah, and then eventually Mar- or Vindicta gets her mom in a chokehold and, like, gets this like metal Spear thing rod. yeah it looked like a pipe that had been broken and she just mm-hmm. it was you know 
in spear form and was about to just stab her mom. And honestly, when that scene happened, I thought that she was going to be like, oh, I can't kill my mom. Like, this is Me too. Like, it was because it paused for a moment. And I was like, she's really going to kill her mom? Like, what the hell? That's like... That's super dark. Yeah, that's really messed up. And so I'm glad that the good Mariner came in and was like, get away from my mom, you bitch. Yes. (laughs) I got it right that time. (laughs) Yeah, you did. But I'm glad that she came. Real quick. Have you seen Alien? No. Oh my God. We got to do that one too. (laughs) We have so much podcast. Which one is that? I don't even, I don't. Oh, that's the one. It's like, it's not old, but it's like older, right? Yeah, I think the first one came out in the 80s. And okay, that's what I it's, thought. It's basically short, long story short, there's this crew and they're like on a ship. And I think it's like a mining ship or whatever. And they, they end up, basically this alien gets onto their ship and kills them all one by one. And then it, there's it a the big one, fight. Do they like contain it in like a, like containment space and then like someone goes in there and like his face gets plastered to the wall or something and it's all foggy uh that happens in more than one of them actually so the (laughs) the first one's first one's really good second one's amazing all the rest of them are pretty mm. so but listen we'll do it sometime i I didn't want to tell you too much because it'll ruin the whole thing (laughs) okay sounds good anyway so back to mariner get away from my mom you bitch yeah, so I'm really glad that the Good Mariner came in because I don't know if I'd want to find out whether or not Vindicta would have actually killed her mom, you know? Like, agreed, agreed. That's, it's a little too, a little too much, but um, she basically beams her mom back up and starts fighting Vindicta, and it's just great because she's like, whoa, how did you know, like, all this stuff? Because she, like, did a kick and then... Yeah, she, like, like, caught her kick. exactly. Really cool to see Mariner fight herself. That was fun. Yeah, I thought it was fun, too. And it was also very dark when she essentially threw herself off of a ledge. Like, Mm -hmm. what? But basically, they were fighting and arguing at the same time about, like, oh, you think that you're, like, a tough guy, blah, 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 but you're really not. You love the, the warp core and Vindicta's You do love the like, warp core. <laughs> yeah. You only break the rules because you know people think that's what you like. Yeah. And, or something like that. And Vindicta kept, like, trying to deny it and was like, no, you're wrong, all this stuff. But she was also internalizing what the Good Mariner was saying, you know? And it was- Well, I think she was saying that to the Good Mariner. Wasn't she? Part. Well, no, the warp core part was because Vindicta was saying the warp core is lame, but um, oh yeah, you're right. You're Mariner right. was like, oh no, you love the warp core, like you, it's a secret, but you love it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And then you're she throws her off the thing, which I mean, you're right. It's dark. I think it's way darker that she's gonna kill her mom though, because if you're fighting yeah. yourself, you know, I mean, even it's therapeutic, but you know that's not you because you're you. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. I feel like I could throw myself in a holodeck off a cliff. I don't, I, I, I'm saying I wouldn't do it, but like, I feel like that wouldn't be as traumatic as like murdering a family member. Yeah, that makes sense. That does. I mean, it's still dark, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely dark. Yeah. Um, but that happens. And then Vindicta gets down to Mariner and is like, 
oh, you don't care about anyone but yourself. And then she's like, are you sure? Because I am just fighting you to stall so that the self-destruct timer can go off and I warped everyone to safety. And all the safety. crew can get away. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, and then Vindicta is like, wait, what? And then the ship blows up and then Mariner is or Vindicta well, it, is now Mariner again on the holodeck and the simulation is essentially over. Yeah, because if uh, normally in programs, if you die, the simulation ends, unless yeah. the, the safety protocols are off, because then you just die. But in, <laughs> yeah, at the I same wondering. time... I was like, I wonder if the safety protocols are on for this or not. Oh, God, that would be insane if they weren't. Yeah. Normally, the safety protocols being off almost always is because of a computer malfunction. It's rarely that somebody turns them off. It does happen sometimes. But at the same time that's happening, Boimler is still on his quest to, like, oh find out gosh. about the captain. And early, earlier on, he found out from Ransom that she likes cookies, but Mariner killed him before she could figure out what kind. Yeah. And then he has brought cookies up to her while they, because they're all off the ship now uh-huh. and on that planet. And she's like, I, or he's like, I brought you chocolate chip cookies. And then gets tackled by that guy from engineering or whatever uh, for trying to poison the captain yeah and uh, she's allergic to chocolate chip cook or to chocolate yeah and so then he takes boimler away and right as the ship explodes and the program ends he throws boimler over a cliff which the first time i watched that it didn't freak me out the second time i went whoa that's not very starfleet man like (laughs) you should detain him or something but he straight up just murdered Boimler, whoa. Yeah, I so, guess, yeah. Hmm. I'm going to keep an eye on that character in season two because that that's, like, real harsh. Yeah. Are they signed for a second season already? Yeah, from what I saw, they've already been picked up, and I hope they start working on it if they're not already because uh, we need something to watch. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, so Boimler's, like, falling. He's like, and the way he falls is even hilarious because it's, oh like, gangless. <laughs> yeah. And then the simulation <laughs> ends. Yeah, it ends, and then she Mariner's like, "Wow, you guys, like therapy works." <laughs> yeah, she was she she had all that self realization. Yeah, and and then we cut after that to her in the ten forward bar area with Rutherford, and Rutherford's like, "Oh, I wish I could really tell tell." Well, I forgot his name. Billings. Bi- Billups. 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 Yeah, Phillips, how I feel. And she's like, he's right over there, man. Go tell him. And he's like, no, look at him. He's stone cold serious. And he's <laughs> just like, <laughs> over there eating soup. He kind of looked lonely, to be honest. It's, yeah, I was going to say, meanwhile, he's just sitting alone, eating soup slowly, all melancholy and sad and just like depressing. <laughs> oh, and can we talk about how they were going to run away together so they could okay. work on a yeah. ship? Um, is, is Rutherford by? I don't know. I think it might have been, I mean, A, it could be that, which I think is cool. Or B, they might just, it could be like a platonic, you know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Or maybe like, you know, like a asexual situation. I mean, you never know. But uh, I either way, I'm here for it. And I thought it was real cute. I thought it was adorable. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always here for it. So that was funny. And uh, then we have Tendi coming in. And Mariner apologizes for basically being very culturally insensitive. Yeah. And I like that Tendi is like, you know what? I appreciate that. Thank you. And she's like, a lot of people on my planet are like that, just not me. And mm-hmm. it's a, I, I think that that was a good conversation for them to have, you know? 
Yeah, for sure. Definitely brought him closer. And then Tendi is like, you want to go look at the warp core? And then <laughs> Mariner's like, what? No, lame. Let's totally go. Yeah, see, there, there's progress happening there. Yeah, for sure. So that was fun. And then they all go. And then we get back to the holodeck where Boimler has restarted the simulation. Well, not restarted it, but continued it. Mm-hmm. And this is where he finds out that Mariner is the captain's daughter. And he's like, oh my gosh, I don't know why he, like, didn't end the simulation once he found out. Like, well, he, I think he did, didn't he? He, he said, I think he ended it in the middle of his freakout. Yeah, but, like, he had found out, like, a minute or so before already, because she was, like, the captain was already, had already said that it was her daughter, and then uh-huh. she goes on saying, like, it was a secret that we kept, and if anyone were to find out, I'd probably kill them or kick them off Starfleet or, like, something like that. And Boimler got so Which seems nervous. crazy. Yeah. Like, what? Oh, my God. He was, like, shaking. Yeah. And like, then he <laughs> had... <laughs> Computer head program! And then he had that weird face that was just, like, stuck that way, where he looked like a oh skeleton almost. It, it, poor Boimler. And then uh, we see him in, we see him in the meeting with Captain Freeman, and she's like, so tell me where you see yourself uh, in five years. She always uses that same thing, which is funny. She's said that multiple times, Mm -hmm. which is like the worst interview question ever. And he goes, ah, Mariner! And she's (laughs) like, Mariner, what about Mariner? And he goes, is hot? I mean, (laughs) uh, and just says creepy things. Yeah. Then, um, I think she, she, I think he says she's nasty. Yeah, but I don't think he meant it in a sexual way. I think No, but, like, yeah, he meant it in, like, a gross way, but, like, very, that can very easily be interpreted, interpreted in a sexual way, and just saying that to her mom, too, like, what are you thinking? And then he runs out, and the captain's like, ah, very unprepared. Yeah. And mm-hmm. real quick, there was a little bit before um when before that happened when Boimler was in the holodeck right after he ended the program, where the other three walk by yeah. and they're like, You wanna come check out the warp core? And he's like, nah. And I think right before that or after Mariner saw the captain and she apologized. Oh yeah. And like fist bumped her and said later skater yeah (laughs) i think it's funny that no one has picked up on their relationship because mariner is so blatantly like not like professional with her you know well i mean i agree but you know maybe we don't i don't think i would guess that they were related if i didn't if we didn't know what we knew like, I yeah. kind of wish they wouldn't have shown us that bit at the very first episode, because I think it would have been cool, but also I think, you know, for us to know through the whole thing is yeah. interesting, too, so. Yeah. But her mom gets all upset and goes to see the, the therapist again. Oh my gosh, the bird. <laughs> yep, and he, he does his fr- or food metaphors, and she gets all pissed off, and she says, stop talking about food! <laughs> He's like, you're being a pineapple! <laughs> he really likes pineapples. Yeah, well, he said a different fruit at first, but I don't, then the second one was pineapple, so I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, I hope we see more of him. He's funny. He is. He really is. 
And yeah, I think and it's also funny how Mariner and the captain both kicked over the table, like, in the same way. Like, they got frustrated. <laughs> They're similar in that. They have they really are. Uh, energetic reactions. Yeah, for sure. And so, the at the very end, there's two things that happen that I really like. One, the computer, I don't know why, I think this was just for funsies, like, a little casket thing open. Oh, yeah. I think it was, like, an escape pod or, I don't know, something. And the version of Mariner that is Vindicta! <laughs> and came back and it was, I, I forget, what did she say? Like, revenge! Something then, like that. Da Vinci shoots her? Like, I don't know why Da Vinci's in that program, but it was well, super funny. Is it a callback to the beginning of the episode? I mean, yes, but there, there's no reason that he should be, they should be in the same program. I think it was just funny. Yeah, I think that's I why think, they did I that. Think that's, I think that's why, but... and. And then the credits that at the very end with all of the characters' names that are, like, written in that blue script. Did you see that at the end? Yeah, I did. I did. That's a callback to Star Trek IV um, from the original series, the, the movies they did. And that movie was, they basically had to go back in time and save whales. And it's, it's, it's one of those, like, we're from the future and now we're in the past. And it's like them trying to figure out how to work money and things like that or get on the bus. That's funny. And yeah. So I thought that was a really fun callback. And that was the end of the episode, man. I loved yeah. it. I, yeah, I think after talking through it, I think that was my favorite episode. You know, I think this was also now my favorite episode. Sorry, Envoys. <laughs> You've been sticking by that one too all season. I really liked that episode, but this one, like, the pace was really good. Everything, the characters all had development. Yeah. It was, it was fun, and the references were good, and I don't know, it was just, that was solid, man. It was a really solid ninth episode. You know, honestly, I would have been happy if that was the tenth episode, too. Now, so the tenth one better be good. Yeah, now the tenth one has, has some catching up to do, I feel like. It's got high standards, a high bar. Well, I'm excited for next week, that's for sure. I'm excited for next week, too, and uh, we'll talk about that one as soon as we can, but, you know, life, things. Yeah. It's going to be great, and it'll be the season finale, and then we will be talking about the show Arrow in between seasons of Lower Decks. We've already started recording those things, and just FYI, those were the first things we recorded even before Lower Decks, so the first couple, the sound will be up and down. We apologize for that, but we're learning and go with it. We and also we also say in those episodes that we're releasing every week, but it will be bi-weekly um, given, you know, life and school and yeah. <laughs> we found that that's easier for us to keep up with. So that'll, that'll be a bi-weekly. And if you guys have another show you'd like us to talk about, let us know on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and we're gonna, we'll keep doing random stuff here and there, like, I want to do first contact with you, and obviously, we have to do alien at some point, maybe yes. we do a Halloween thing, listen, maybe, there's so yeah. many things, you have not seen so many things, it's great, yeah, I had a very, uh, shielded childhood, <laughs> that's, that's good, there's a, that gives us a lot to talk about, yeah, it does, it really does, all right, well, I'm gonna go ahead and call this one, as we are pushing it this time, and uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We've had a lot of fun this season, and we've learned a lot, and uh, can't wait to talk about the finale. Woo! See you guys next time. Bye.